Welcome to Will You Set This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Leslie. And this very strange season of The Bachelorette has come to a conclusion. Woo, woo, woo. It was a very... It, I, I I wish they had told people in advance that there was going to be no after the final rose. I know. Somebody told... I, I read somewhere that it was going to be three hours long. So I was prepared to hunker down for the evening and have an hour of like a Zoom reunion or something. But But no... Meanwhile, on the commercial breaks, I was obsessively looking at TV guide listings and stuff because all day had been telling me it was two hours. I'm like, but it can't be. And so then I started looking at the the supermarket sweep um, Twitter feed because I was like, well, they have to know what's up. And they were talking about how they were on at 10. So I'm like, this has to be ending at 10. But how? I was, it's stressful. It was I very mean, stressful. God bless it was supermarket. Distracting. Like, God bless Supermarket Sweep and uh, Leslie Jones. But I cannot believe that they just – put a supermarket sweep finale instead of doing something for one of their biggest money makers on the network. Why would you not have a proper finale? And then Chris, uh, Chris said that it was to do with, with the coronavirus and like not being able to get that stuff done. But I'm like, I don't buy that. I mean, new shows and talk shows and everybody like they're doing things uh, virtually. So why could they not have done this? The only thing I wonder virtually was- as well, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, I- so I, I just felt like they did the Mintel all in person. So part of me wondered, did they think that if they didn't treat this similarly, it would feel like it wasn't giving it proper, like it's proper, I don't know, place, but. Okay. Just ending but, but the show and something. then that's, that is not giving the show its proper place. You know, like that, I, I just, it's not right. Don't make me hunt down podcasts or I'm not going to watch Good Morning America. I'm never going to get up that early and turn that on. Um, I did. I did watch it. It's in their Twitter feed. So like, I I missed the actual live version, but I was like, okay, I can I can see what's going on. But and 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 we'll we'll get to that in a second. But it was clear, like she and the guy she picks were on there together, so they were in the same place. So they totally could have zoomed together or done something. Yeah. So it just confirmed to me, like I I just I still don't get it. But it's ridiculous. Anyway, anyway, you got a lot um, explaining to do, Chris Harrison. Right. I was just not happy um but anyhow it was an interesting episode um with some surprises as always um yes so (laughs) we started off and she's getting stressed out of course because that's what happens this week and uh we have her chatting again with jojo and i these these segments make me laugh because i just don't buy that they're really that close yeah Okay. I mean, some of them I get, but, like, their seasons were pretty far apart. I mean, I guess people meet at these, like, bachelor reunion events, so maybe they've met each other, but it's not like they they pick somebody to bring in from her season or somebody that we know she knows well. Yeah, I just I was like, okay, next. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then we have Ivan State is up first. Our love is timeless. And they... Poor they repeated Ivan. the thing from last season where they have all of them hanging out together during fantasy yeah. suites. <laughs> Which, I don't need it. I don't need it, guys. So, and I don't, I mean, I think, I assume that they are still staying in the same room at the Glorious La Quinta. But it's I don't know just, at that point if they're getting more space or what, but. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I. My my thought was like they have these moments where they shove them in a common space, but I don't think they're really living together. I think they just like from what I've read about some of the different scenes on the show, they just like 
say like come here and we want you to talk about this so I just feel like they shoved them in a space made them talk at these certain yeah. like moments I don't think they really are like living on some like some sweet setup or whatever where they have their rooms off of this like central area but that's they definitely were pushing them together to make it more awkward and to yeah. make Brendan have a meltdown <laughs> I felt so bad for Brendan this week because yeah. I mean, I think he was anxious enough, and I think they took all of these steps to make it worse, and it was unnecessary. Like, it yeah. didn't need to happen because I think I think we probably, with him, would have ended up in the same place anyway without them being so nasty to him. I don't know. It just made yeah. me really I rub think, me wrong. Well, I think she definitely would have chosen who she chose. You yeah. Know? It was just um, not necessary. It was rude. Yeah. Um, but we start with, with Ivan who Ivan totally gets the short end of the stick this week, but so, well, okay. Brendan in worked, many ways, but out of the, out of the dates that really went like through, like fully through. Oh he got my the God. End. Yes. Yes. We have yes. this, this. Do not get me in an ice bath for anything, let alone six minutes. It's bad enough. The ones where they're like, all right, you're going to get in an ice bath and you're going to immediately get in a hot tub. Like, like yeah. they did, um, on Nick season. Yes. But um, this, no. It also sounds dangerous. <laughs> I know. Well, and that was when Chris Harrison started spouting stuff, and then he was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. So he was, like, making <laughs> up stats. But but still, I don't th- – I mean, it's not good for your body. No, to do it briefly, maybe you could have I, – I think there's supposed to be benefits to, like, hopping in and hopping out, but I don't think you're supposed to stay in there. No. And, I mean, I get that, you know – I, it was kind of momentarily funny because they've all been sweating and so hot all season. So yeah. it was like, oh, ice bath, haha. But then you find like you're really watching them sit in there. And you're like, okay, they look not, so now so uncomfortable. Now I'm over it. And I um I loved the photo that was circulating around of the fact that Ben likes to do this, like hang out in an in, in ice tub, like for that's a, that's a mark against Ben, <laughs> right? When that popped up, I was just like, oh, of course, of course. But um, yeah, <laughs> so they're in there. And I think to break it, it has to go past six minutes. Was it? It was somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I had to go past five and then they just kept it going for reasons. Well, I wondered if you know how it is. Like, it's like, oh, if we break it by like one second, like how long is it actually going to last? Yeah. I think she was just kind of like, let's like break it good, you know. Um, but I don't know. They just it looks so uncomfortable. You don't want to be the first one to break it off. <laughs> I know, right? But they, um, you know, she was she was committed to it, um, and they said that the water was forty degrees, which is crazy. I once did uh, that writing retreat I went to in Seattle, you know, over by Seattle. Um, at the end of it, there's like this plunge that you do in the lake, and you know, that was a bit. I was like the the wimpy one who didn't want to go in, but I finally yeah. did, and it was it was like fifty three degrees. I think that's cold and enough. It, it was so cold. It was like, and it was rainy, and it was like in April, and it was it, it was super cold to me. So like, I just kept thinking of that moment when they were in these ice baths, and I was like, this is just this is not okay. It's um, cruel. Yeah. It was cruel. And then they kept saying, like, for it to be, like, the fantasy sweet week, that that was uh, very cruel to do to Ivan additionally. (laughs) Yeah. How long does it take for things to get back to normal down there? I don't know. (laughs) I I mean, that's not even, like, normal. That's extreme. Yeah. I just felt bad for him on all the levels. Um, But he has, like, a good spirit about it. You know, Ivan just kind of rolls with the punches. So, of course, he's Was this a Guinness World Record? I think. 
They didn't really clarify. They didn't specify. And I, I, I'm like, is this going to be in a book somewhere? A world record according to whom? Who, who decided so, to make this a record in the first place? So usually, I, I think when they did that one, was was it with Car- was it Carly and Evan? Which, oh, God. The world's spiciest kiss or whatever. Yes. I, I think it was, um, I think for them. Yes, that's been top of mind this week. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> For multiple right, reasons uh, that we'll talk about later. Yeah, but. yeah. I, um, I seem to recall, I mean, I think if you really are breaking a Guinness Book of World Records, there has to be a representative there oh. to, like, observe it so that, you know, they can report it or whatever. So, like, I was, I was thinking during well, this. Well, to be like, fair, we watched all six minutes of this last I know. We can all <laughs> verify this did, in fact, take place. But. I uh, I just wondered if if you know, they didn't mention Guinness World Book of Records, which I feel like yeah. they have to rec- like mention that if it's a real thing. And then two, it's like I, I just was curious. I'm like, with coronavirus, are they changing their approach to how they approach their world records? Probably not. <laughs> but I I did go down this like mental rabbit hole of like, huh, I'm very I'm very curious about this all. But they need the details. You could have put them in there in that six minutes that you made us watch these guys like kiss right? in a bath. Come on. <laughs> But I landed on thinking that it wasn't a legit thing because they gave him so that too. that really sad um, like little trophy glass trophy thing at the end. So I just kind of was like, I, I don't think this is real. But oh, yeah. you know, whatever. I don't think there was ever a five minute record holder for this. <laughs> I think they just made it up to torture them. And it and it worked. So yeah. um, it worked. It worked on me too. I hated it. <laughs> right. What I didn't like, I'm looking back at my notes, what I didn't like was, and I don't remember her saying this, but it, it kind of rubs me wrong now, is that she's like, you know, um, starting a family is the most important thing in his life. And she says she definitely knows Ivan at this point, which I feel like makes Does me so she? angry <laughs> because of what happens. Because, yeah. you know, if she's going to be so certain about him, then why do we land where we land? Anyhow. Yeah, I know. So that, that, that's kind of it. I don't think they really um, – you know, they don't really say anything, I think, earth shattering in the evening portion of the date. Am I missing anything? Um, I mean, they just kind of had like a good They had a nice dinner. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she talked yeah. about how much she liked him and then yeah. they stuck him in that sad trailer. I mean, With, look, I like an Airstream too, but come on, come on. Well, so, and I, it's one thing, it's one thing if they all, which is, I thought maybe this is what was going to happen. I thought it was going to be that they all were going to have outdoors like, kind of days. yeah, like quirky like pull up spaces, you know, like like so a the, tent, the like some kind of tent or yeah, maybe like, there's like a yurt. I don't know. Like I just thought there was going to be like things on the property, and I was like, yeah. okay, like that's fine. Like they're trying to change it up, so they're adding something that they haven't been exposed to up to this point. Okay, I can appreciate that. But then what happens later makes me just made me so mad because I was like, you shove him in an ice bath. You shove him in this like they were like, that's I, I saw people tweeting. They were like, you know, you shove him in this little sad bed like. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that? Oh, OK. An Airstream. I bet it looks really cool inside. And then they went inside and I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> it, was, it was sad. And I and I saw some other people being like, oh, this is like the Dean date. Because it's like, he lives, you know, in the, in the, in the, the movie yeah. thing. So. Also, who is Big Polly? Oh, okay. So people were tweeting like, who is this guy? And so then I was sharing yes. around an article and people were laughing because they were like, oh, okay. He's a, he's a person. He's like the stage manager. So when things, when things go wrong, he like jumps in. So like when there was the whole thing with, with Chad, 
like he kind of stepped in and like so he's kind of like I think a bodyguard ish for okay. on the set so like if he has to jump in and like restore order or whatever I couldn't find an article but I have a things yeah I couldn't find an article but I have a feeling he was involved in the whole Corinne DeMario situation you know like those like the big things the big moments on the screen could have um, done better big Polly could have done better I on know. that one <laughs> But it was just funny because they just brought him out with no context. And if you – like, I knew the name, so then I went down the rabbit hole, and I was like, okay, yes, that's who it is. I thought it was him. Um, but they didn't really explain it. They were just kind of like, oh, it was like they, they were acting as if they had brought out Jorge from Bachelor Yeah, you got like, to warm me up. You got to you know, like, why should I be invested in Big Polly? Because, like, this is a Fred Willard job, and Fred Willard is no longer with us. So you have, yeah. to, you have to build up Big Polly to me. And I'm open <laughs> – I'm open to it. Just do it. It was funny. So I thought they did a poor job. Poor job yeah. of, of introducing him. But um, so should we talk about Zach's date? Well, she did say that. Um, so he said that he, Ivan said that he was falling in love with her. And she said that she was falling for him. Mm-hmm. I, she did a really good job in this episode of not saying more than she has to. Well, except, I, you know, I mean, she said to somebody else on her next date. <laughs> well, I think she only said however much she had to at that point. So like Ivan says that. Yeah. And so she's like, OK, I'm going to reciprocate on a, on a similar level. And I think I think if he had said, you know, I'm in love with you, then I think she would have skirted it potentially a little bit. But since he didn't like she had the the option of just yeah. being able to be like, oh, me too, sort of, you know, um, so. Yeah. <laughs> And I and I don't know, like, were her feelings stronger than that? Maybe, but I think at that point she probably already kind knew of she was knew what pick, she was. Yeah. yeah, and so I think she just wanted to make him feel, you know, accepted and you know, acknowledged validated. in that moment, validated. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like she just kind of gives him a little bit of of that in return, and that's kind of where she stops. Yes, it. and then um, we have Zach, and of course they give him the best fantasy suite the best and they give him the the sexy time date (laughs) yes it's like all right cover yourself in paint roll around make out eat some sushi go in a giant like (laughs) i thought brendan was gonna lose his mind when he got the date card alone so like zach gets the date card and the date card says let's explore each other and i thought brendan was gonna puke all over the room at that point because he looked like he looked like, oh my gosh, it's fantasy suites and this is their date. They're Don't do, do this. this to me. <laughs> He's like, this is what's going to happen all day long. <laughs> like, I, I felt so bad for him. I just wanted to give Brendan a big hug. Yeah. Um, because I just, I don't know. I feel like we've gotten to see a good side of him and I was liking him more and more. So like this yeah, just I liked it too. a lot. So, I liked all three of them. I mean, she really did have a great top three Yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning, right? Um, so you know, Tasha's feeling good. She feels like they've gone through everything together, had fun. You know, she's cried with him. You know, and you know, he then he's like, you know, he basically just says, you know, um, that he's kind of, I guess, glossed over it, and she hasn't known where he is. And then he tells her that he is falling in love with her, and she's like, "Oh, me too." <laughs> Not yeah. like that, but, <laughs> but well, she but said the word love. She did, which is. Which is and big. I think he said not that he was falling in love with her, but that he loved her. Yes, yes. Like she says, you know, that they talk their reli- their future goals and their plans. And then I have noted here that she specifically mentions that they talked religion, which becomes more of a factor later. And 
it was interesting because after you, know, uh, I, you mean after Isaac or after Ivan State, or are you talking about an, on Zach? Oh no, she. I have it noted that she mentioned specifically that she and Zach talked about religion, and we didn't see that conversation. Uh, okay, but you know, but you know, producers put that in because of what happens later, and yes. um, which I think you know if if it. I don't know. It bothers me when something, and we'll get to that in a second, when something becomes such a pivotal point in the season, and they At don't this put in point. Clips. And they and they know that they know that, and they have to have. If if that was really part of you know what she felt like was important and like was talking about with the guys, then you know they have footage of it that they could have explained this better to us, and they didn't do that, and it just felt like a huge miss this week. Yeah, um, and I'm still mad about it. I'm very Show salty. me the real conversations. Show me the real ones. I know there are things that like people want to keep for fantasy suites, and I get it. But if it's going to be like deal breaker kind of stuff, or like I just want to see more real conversations that lead to the connections and the decisions. Yes, you know when it where it really matters. Yes, and we had so many I think real discussions in general this this season that it wouldn't have been out of place if they would yeah. have left it in. And so I mean that makes me think either you know they didn't have it on screen or it wasn't enough or, or you know phrased perfectly for them or whatever. I, I don't know. It just it it seems like a miss that they didn't put it in. And and I, I just don't like it. Feel like you can't wait until it's like two seconds away from a proposal to be like, hey, so what religion are you? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I don't know. And, and and for her to be like, oh, it's really important in my life. Well, because we've had other seasons where, you know, the leads, it's been more important to them and they've, they've, they've voiced that throughout the season, you know? I mean, and with I, Hannah, it was there the whole time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, and with her, like, I did know that she was religious because she would talk about praying and she would, like, she would mention stuff, but I didn't feel like she mentioned it much, like, directly to the men. No. Or bringing it up in conversation as being something that's, like, a big part of her life. I, yeah. That's that's what was frustrating to me. I mean, we keep kind of getting ahead of ourselves. but <laughs> I know. Because I'm, like, so mad about it. But... I know. Um, so, you know, they have like, some conversations, which I thought was interesting, her and Zach, um, you know, she asked him specifically about the having kids part because, you know, his mom, you know, I guess talked to her about that at, at on the, the hometown week dates and mentioned that, you know, he didn't want to have them. Um, and like, was kind of like, why did your mom say that? And why did you tell me you did? And, you know, he kind of talks to her a little bit about how he kind of had changed his perspective on what he wants in that regard. Um, so I think that was kind of, to me, I guess maybe one of her last sort of flags for him was. Okay, look, I like Zach. I like Zach, but she wants to talk about red flags. That's kind of a red flag. Like, tell me more about like why you changed your mind, because this is a woman who says she wants five kids. You wanted no kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did did you get to that point? It can't just be Tasha, right? Yeah. And I don't know, like, to me, I kind of interpreted it as, you know, he, he, I guess he was going through all of the other things with his addiction, yeah. and maybe at that point he was like, you know, I'm too broken, and I have too many other layers. It's too complicated. But for um, a mom but- to put that out there at a time when it's, um, you know, somebody's trying to figure out, do they want to marry this this guy? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you wouldn't say that unless it was something that you heard him say a bunch, right? Like, you wouldn't yeah. bring up something if he just offhandedly said, oh, I don't know if I want to have kids. I mean, I could see that, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 big. I think it's big. And she just kind of was like, okay. So I hope he's sincere in saying that he really changed his mind and he really wants to have kids because clearly she wants to have kids. She has a huge family herself, which I did not realize it was quite so big. Um, mm-hmm. 
but that's that's what she wants for herself too so hopefully he's on board yeah I guess we'll um see. yes and I, I don't know the whole date you can just tell that they're really into each other and that things seem to be going very well and then they're a giant multi-story fantasy suite which was <laughs> such a like it was just it was offensive like I can't I know it's so mean I feel like at a time when there's been so much conversation around how The Bachelor approaches race, like you're going to put Ivan in in a a tiny trailer and you're going to give Zach. It just, it's, the optics are not great guys. It blew my mind. So Uh. I mean, it's like, you know, I, and I know that they, you know, historically have not done a good job of making all of the, you know, rooms for the fantasy suite equal. But Make this them I think all a fantasy. Yeah, That's I think this one this one to me was was like the sharpest like differentiation between spaces. Yeah. And it was at a time when it's least accepted. So it was yeah. I thought very, very poor taste. And not necessary because I'm sure there was another it's you know, huge. King it's suite a huge place. The, yeah. So I don't, I, you know, and no one else is there but them. So I, I just, it, oh, it makes me so mad. Anyway. It makes me mad, yeah. I'm getting revved up. Not so, cool. Um, so Brendan, speaking of not cool. That, yes. One thing that I did like <laughs> is that Brendan has been anxious this entire time about the, this whole fantasy suite thing. It's freaking him out. Like, he likes Tasha. All of these other men are going on overnight dates with her. And I liked, um, I liked how, like, confident Zach was about all of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice to see somebody who clearly like cares, but also didn't let that part uh, yeah. get to him because he was confident in where he was at with her. And mm-hmm. I liked when um, they were talking about Ivan coming back from the date and he was like, look, I would, Ivan's a great guy. I would love it if Ivan dated my sister. I don't really want him to date my girlfriend. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that I made think- me laugh. But I think it's it's a sharp contrast between Zach and Brendan because yeah. obviously they're both divorced, and I think Zach they're is handling more, it differently, and I get and, it, and and it's okay. Like they don't have to be in the same place, but also they no. both chose to go on a show where the point is to get engaged. So yeah. I think you know, was Brendan ready to go on the show? I don't think so. Um, yeah, but I also I, you know? I think he's gotten some flack from this um, from is it about, what's what's uh, Becca and Rachel's podcast. Bachelor Bachelor Happy Happy Hour? Hour? Yeah. Yeah, I know they were talking about it, and Rachel was giving him some flack over it, and I felt like it was kind of calling back to her and Peter. Mm. Um, (laughs) You know, the the idea that, like, why come on the show? Because you know the whole point is that you're supposed to propose at the end. But you could know the concept and not really understand the timeline until you're in it, you know? Yeah. And, And how it feels and how little time you actually have with these people before you have to do it. And I don't know. I do respect people who are like, I'm not going to propose just to propose. Yeah, um, no, I think so. I think he was in a situation where maybe if they had met in the real world and could take things slower, like he could have, he could have gotten there. But, and he clearly, you can see from his, um, from his family dates and everything like that, he really does seem like he wants to get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So I, I didn't. I've seen some people saying like, oh, like he was just upset that he like got to that point in the show like he just wanted to to get followers and stuff like that um, I don't think so 
Yeah. I don't think so. I I do think he I don't and maybe and maybe it's just like look, maybe at that point it wasn't until he reached that point that he realized, you know, he just couldn't do this. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think there's one thing conceptually to be like, oh, if I really like her, we could decide to like date outside of the show and not necessarily get yeah. engaged. Like he could go in with that mentality and I think when you get to this point everything is so intense. I could see him just realizing, you know, I I I'm not there yet I'm not okay for this kind of really I'm just not there and I think you have someone like Zach who like I think Zach's had a lot of time to process everything and to really prepare himself and he and I think that's one reason people kept being like he's just so weird like he's so different I don't get it people have been really harsh on Zach and um, I don't get it I I I, think some of it is they don't want to say but I feel like because I've seen a lot of people call him manipulative mm mm-hmm um, and I don't, I don't see that at all. I see somebody who's been through some stuff and seems like he's come out on the other side of it being mm-hmm. really mature. And you can mm-hmm. see, I, I mean, I really liked skipping ahead a bit, but just the way he talked with her father and things like that. Like he just seems like at, at this point, sure of himself and confident and good at communicating. And I've, I don't see any like, like obviously he's gone through his addiction and that's something you always have to like, it's possible someday in the future that that would be an issue again, you know, but I just don't see, I don't see red flags. I don't know if people are kind of putting um, like maybe in the back of their minds, like, like holding that against him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think he's just, to me, compared to so many of the guys that have come on this show, he's just so mature. Yeah. And I think he just, and I think because of that, he presents himself so differently. And yeah. I think we're not used to seeing that. And I think I think some people are interpreting it in different ways or Well, whatever, if but- anybody has any idea why people keep saying he's manipulative, hit us up on Twitter because I want to know what you're talking about because I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um. But Brendan's card says, let's see what the future holds. And the future holds a very Lane. time with Neil Lane. <laughs> this is clearly producer, like, producer manipulation. Like, they were trying to it's freak amazing. him out. And it worked because that was just rude. It did work. So rude. Um, I, but I also felt like, you know, the fact that they have the similar backgrounds, like, why did she not tell them to not do this? Like, I think she could have yeah. known going into this. Well, I don't this. know. Does she and know going into the to dates? I don't know. But she should. I think I, she did. I think she did. And, yeah. I and like, she kept, you know, kind of questioning, you know, how he felt on this. And I'm like, well, you know how he feels because you know what he went through. And so, like, you could tell. I think if, if she had done this date with Zach, I know, and I don't think he she would have been into it, like the like yeah. the wedding date one. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that she w- they would have done that with him because it feels too similar to the wedding yeah. date one. But um, you know, he would have been fine with it. But yeah. I think you know, and Ivan probably. I think Ivan would have been a little less comfortable. But like, I think I, he would have rolled with it. Anybody could have told her going into this week that this was not a Brendan date and that it no. was just cruel. Um, it was just I also necessary. wonder if they're kind of doing it to push her because she's been married before and it seemed like that was part of the reason that they did the wedding dress one the last time yeah. around. Yeah. But they definitely targeted Brendan with it too. But she kept – the way they kept like talking to her in her asides during the state, like she just kind of I, – I don't think she was very understanding of Brendan's yeah. reaction and I think she was just kind of like – more annoyed that it felt like it was you know kind of telling her that he I don't know wasn't in the right place or whatever and yeah. I, I just I, I thought she could have been a little more empathetic to him this I don't know that was just my read I think she could have been but also I guess she's thinking like 
if he felt this way, why did he get, why did he accept the roses this far along? Yeah. I, I can see both sides. I can see why she's frustrated. Yeah. And also I can see why, why he feels the way that he feels. And I think both of that, like both of those perspectives are valid. Yeah. But so they kind of get through the portion with Neil Lane and then I don't think they even made I love Neil Lane. He's so weird. I feel like he's beamed in from a different planet. He is so strange. Like every time that the the more airtime he gets, the weirder we realize he is. Because when he just waltzes in and like says, Which one do you like? Like we don't get that much of him, but like they've given him moments to really interact more. I think in some of the recent seasons, and this one was was I think some prime real estate, and I, I, I don't know that we needed it because like oh yeah, I just feel like he lives in an alternate universe from the rest of us. Like you know that uh, it's like a that painter, and he has stores and malls, and he has people like churning out these weird like fantasy (laughs) Disneyland photo or paintings. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do not, but it sounds scary. <laughs> okay. Somebody, oh, this is driving me crazy. I thought you would know who I was talking about. No. Okay. All right. Well, I just yes. feel like he lives in a different world than the rest yes. of us. Yes. What's a mall? What's a mall? What is a mall? R.I.P. Right. Oh. <laughs> I haven't even been to a mall this Christmas season. It's just been a tough year. Uh, Topher went two days ago. Ooh. Because because all of my Christmas presents apparently have not arrived. Neither has mine for uh, for your children. So I went out <laughs> to some local stores and bought them stuff. <laughs> no stress. No stress. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so this is a weird year, but weird anywho. Year. Um, um, so she, she just kind of said, uh, I'm not going to beg somebody to love me, which is fair enough. And she walks him out and he seemed like, I guess this is kind of how it has to end, but he didn't really want to leave, you know? I think he was, well, I mean, it was just, it was sad because yeah. like his, his his words were that he's still broken and he needs more time and needs more time to heal and he's just not there. Um, and she's like, if she was younger, she'd be really pissed off, but she gets it. And if yeah. he's not ready, that's when she says, you know, she's not going to push him or whatever. Um, I thought they both thought- handled it well considering uh, yeah. But you could just tell the whole episode how anxious, how like genuinely anxious he was. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I was sad that this was how things ended with him because we, like last week for his hometown, things were so good. And I felt like it was like peak Brendan. Yeah. You know, and then this week it was like, let's just break him completely down and shove him out the door was kind of what I felt like. Um, yeah. But, it, it was a big yeah. shift. And I, understand it because it really is getting down to the wire but it was hot enough bum me out what you yeah. gonna do and then ah uh, and then ben is back <laughs> i do not want this no one wants this that's a lie people on twitter really like him but i did not i, I did didn't want, want it <laughs> I, I genuinely wish him well like i think he has some growth to do before he's ready to be married to somebody like yep, i yep. i just want nice things for him i love that he is friends with antonia she can uh, yep. she can pick up the pieces and uh, help him move on with his life, and they can work out at the gym together. Yeah, yes, but uh, yes, yeah. But I, 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 I just yeah. I didn't buy what he was saying. I didn't either. It just so I mean we've had other other guys that have you know kind of been like oh I missed my moment I have to tell her now it is just like it felt like the I love you bandage like it wasn't yeah it just didn't feel authentic it felt like oh I missed my my moment and since I didn't say my thing then she let me go but if I tell her then I'll get to stay and and that's not how he was so 
confident about it too. I found that very strange and like, I like confidence when it's earned, but unearned confidence really rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, where are you getting this from? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, I mean, he shows up first at Chris Harrison's door, right? And then he shows up at her door. Uh Uh-huh. So. I just don't like it when people come back. I, she has, okay. So (laughs) I was reading an article talking about you know, prior seasons and people showing up. And this season, it's just like, stop. Like this season, it was like no one respected any decision that she made. It was just all like open for discussion. And that's not how this show works. Um, But so I was going back through the article. It was really interesting. I was talking about kind of prior returns. And like, I I didn't watch Jillian's season, but apparently- Oh yeah, that's the ultimate return. The guy she ends up picking returns because- Yeah, and then he cheated on her. Yeah. Um, so then we had I didn't realize this and I, I watched a bunch of this season but I didn't realize I, I knew there was much discussion about Ali Fedotowski leaving because of her job but that she ultimately did come back um, I yes. didn't remember her coming back and he was just kind of like Meh, like didn't take her back yeah um, well, I forgot. That, was, that was a blessing in disguise for her I know I know because he was the worst um I forgot that Aliyah returned for like a brief second on Peter's season. See, that I felt like she kind of earned because the way that she went out was kind of dirty, you know? Yeah. But but usually if it's just like the lead broke up with you, all right, like move on, you know? Yeah. So there there haven't, like uh, like Luke shows up at the rose ceremony during Hannah's season. Get out of here. I just love that she was like, oh, God. I know. (laughs) But but, But to have, so we had Ben come back. We had um, Bennett Bennett. come back. Was there anybody else? I think that was it. But the fact that there was two in one season was just a lot. And I feel like, you know, there's just been this trend of it happening at least once a season. And I just, I, I, and you know, it it makes me a little bit frustrated because you know that like if production didn't want them to do this, they wouldn't allow it to happen. And so the fact that they keep doing this to the lead, I mean, they're just, you know how they are. They're like always there for the the dramatic storyline or whatever. And it just feels disrespectful to the lead. Like they're trying to figure out all these different things. And like, in addition to these two guys coming back, Tasha's dad shows up at her door. So like I saw an article where she was another person knocked on my door. Like I just, that's just not, I don't know. It's just not necessary. It's very intrusive. So I just, I don't know. I didn't want to see Ben. I didn't think, I didn't believe what he had to say. I don't know that she fully believed what he had to say either. Um, I just thought the way this whole thing went was weird. It was, I I don't know if this was producer driven where they were like, all right, uh, Brendan just left. You should come back in and like shoot your shot here. But you know, but. It it felt very producer driven because, um, you know, then, um, you know, like we get to the next point. I mean, I don't, well, I don't want to skip completely ahead but like where things go ultimately with who she decides to send home this week i think she didn't want to go into the final week without two guys and so i really think that well it, it definitely ramps down the drama yeah um so they bring him back and that's kind of where we leave off and then we go to the next episode where she decides who the top two are going to be mm-hmm. and it and annoyed the crap out of me <laughs> well, and so that's when and i feel like I feel like the producers knew yeah. that she was going to ultimately decide. She So before the the rose ceremony is there, the guys are – all three guys are there. So we have Ben back in the equation. Um, and before she even starts the, the, the ceremony, she pulls Ivan aside. And you know what that means. 
Yeah. Um, it's so, never good. No. And, like, <laughs> and so that's why I'm, I'm so convinced that the producers knew she was going to do this. Like she, they must've, she must've told them after his, you know, fantasy suite date that, you know, that this came up and she wasn't sure that they could get past it or whatever. And so I really think that that's when they were like, okay, Ben, I guess you can come back. And so they made that all happen. I think. But they've but, already been through fantasy suites. Like just, He's a nice guy. Just take him home to your family and like then pick Zach because she was going to do it anyway. But I heard some people speculate that (laughs) she might have been worried if she took Ivan home that her family would really like him. (laughs) I think so too because he's such. I think they would have really liked him, yeah. Anyways, but but and and I I don't know. I just and that's why the whole like like the religion thing. I just I would love to know where the other people stand because I don't. I don't know. Like, are the I other people? I never heard like, them mention religious? No religion. And Ivan, you know, in different discussions, and I'm super, super curious to see. It's coming out later today. Um, the podcast that he did with um, Caitlin Bristow, because he, like, she mentioned that, you know, um, on her like Instagram live that she was going to ask him about it because yeah. so many people were texting her or tweeting to her saying, please ask him about his religion. And we saw his response back to Kayla Quinn yes. um, on Instagram where he said, you know, I've dated people who are religious and it's never been a problem. Like, it's not like he's not accepting of that or supportive of that. It's just not his personal yeah. beliefs. He seemed to me, I think he just said he's just not, he's just not religious in general. Um, and he's an engineer. He's a science. Somebody was like, Oh, he's, is he an atheist scientist? I love him. Is what <laughs> I mean, I just, he seems like someone who's very like, you know, he's very, on Roll the with the punches and, yeah. well, he, he's, he's, he's an engineer. So I yeah. feel like he, he has that like, ster- not, not necessarily stereotypical. That's the wrong word to say, but like maybe he has more of that like logical side that's dominant yeah. for him and maybe that's just how he is and that's 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 his perspective but, but he also struck me as somebody like say they did get married that mm-hmm. if she wanted to take their kids to church probably wouldn't be like no you know yeah, <laughs> it didn't seem yeah. like he was like hard line about it yeah. so it yeah. seemed to me like something that that wasn't I, I don't know I wouldn't see it as an obstacle but I also get like if you are super religious and you want to share that with somebody that you that that would be a deal breaker but I just thought like Okay, make that clear earlier on, you know? Yeah, I think that should have been, you know, part of the – I mean, that could have been an easy discussion, like something that she referenced throughout the season when she's talking to the guys, I don't know, before the rose ceremony or whatever, when she gets them all together and she's like, you know, I see my husband in this room, you know, someone who finds similar values to me on X, Y. Like she could have – it could have come up. Like it could have come up in different points if it was really important to her. So it was just, I don't know. It was a tough sell for me to come through. Yeah. I think that he knew that she was religious, but because it wasn't a problem to him, he didn't necessarily think it would be a problem for her. Right. And if it was going to be a problem, then it should let them know, let them know before fantasy suites. I don't know. Like I, I, and also it just, Okay, I did not like the way that she referred to it when she took him aside. She referred to his uh, beliefs on that as red flags to her. I'm like, they're differences. They're not red flags. You know, I I know maybe she didn't mean it to be insulting, but I felt like it was. It felt like an insult. uh, Yeah, it really kind of took me out of the show for a while. Like, I just felt like it because then I started just kind of wandering down the road of bachelors and bachelorettes past. And like religion is such a big thing on the show but always Christianity, you know? Mm -hmm. And there are other people out there, like when we're talking about wanting diversities in leads, I I would like diversity in that too. We've had, um, I I can think like we've had Jason Mesnick and um, Andy Dorfman. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, who are Jewish, who are leads, but I don't think that they were um, especially religious. And I, I don't, don't, I don't remember them really bringing that up much on the show. So, P.S. I did not know either of them is Jewish, so yeah. they definitely <laughs> did not, definitely did not play it up on their seasons. And I think that's a miss. Like, take I take them see- home to a seder. <laughs> I want to see stuff like that. But yeah, because that's that, that could be an interesting moment. Like, not only is it, like, showing who they are as people, but, like, yeah. it's, like if, like, for, you know. Different people, cultures, different backgrounds. Yeah, like, I, I, I want to see that stuff. Like. Absolutely. Let's have a Muslim bachelor. Let's have, like, what, you know, like, just different, different people. I want, I want, like, a variety of people because it really gets boring. Like, see, I, I think that they think, like, oh, our middle America audience can't handle it. And I'm like. No. Oh, well, I want, I want to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, I think they could do totally, they could do a better job of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, th- then I guess it's, since she has the conversation with her dad, right? I think she she introduced them to her family first, and then her dad had that conversation, and then she went on her individual, like, kind of last, last dates with, well, uh, okay. then she dumped Maybe him. I didn't really light up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I don't think I took notes actually on when she was talking with the family. Maybe that's what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a ton to go over there. No. I, ben seemed like he thought that things went well, and I thought that they went uh, well enough. But you could tell that yeah. they seemed to connect more with um, with which, Zach. I think they had more like, deep conversations. Yes, which I thought was interesting too, because I mean, I like I think Zach is exact. Like really address a little bit of, you know, his background with them was yeah. very honest about it. And I, and I think thought, he needed to do that. And I liked how right. he handled it. Which I thought was, you know, it was, I think, important that he did. I, I I applauded him for doing that because I think the easy thing would have been to be responsive to their questions versus offering up information. So I think yeah. that was very, because um, again, he's being very mature about everything. So, I mean, I thought that was was great. And, um, you know, I think with Ben, like he has a lot of history too. And I don't know how you come out with that to her family, but I think he didn't really show a lot of who he is in his conversation. Yeah. With I felt like he felt the need more to address the fact that he had already been dumped by their daughter. <laughs> and why was he there? <laughs> and yeah. he handled that okay. But I, I just think, you know, in the back of their mind, they're like, look, if she already decided that you weren't the right guy, then it's not it's not going to be this guy, right? Yeah, I think they were kind of like, um, you know, he seemed to think it went well, but yeah, I'm with you that, you know, it didn't go as well, obviously. I think her dad um, was much more into Zach and I think picked up on his, you know, his maturity and like obviously his, how much he cares for her because they were talking about how they really felt the chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. Um, and I think that wasn't as apparent to them in, you know, the the, the date with, with Ben. So... Yeah, I mean, I really liked how, I mean, I've seen a lot of other people mention this too, but just the contrast and the way that they speak about their relationships with Tasha, like, I, I just think that Zach is saying things that are more unique to their relationship and just speak to, speak to him as a person, whereas Ben was just kind of saying, I love how she makes me feel. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's great. But <laughs> uh, I just think they're at different um levels of self self like uh confidence and just emotional like being in touch with their emotions and yeah. and again I'm not like I, I I think Ben's a good guy but I just I think I, that Tisha made the right choice there because like 
I, I really enjoyed the conversation between Zach and and her dad and saying like, you know, she's told me so much about what a rock you've been for her and all the things, all the sacrifices you made for her to like send her to private school and do this and that. And and so through that, you kind of got to see his conversations with Tasha and, and you know what I mean? Like you learn yeah. more about Tasha and about him through that conversation. Yeah. And I didn't see that with Ben. And I liked him saying that he wasn't scared of the hard times because he's already been through hard times and he knows that he can be there to support her. And I, I just like, I don't know. That whole scene was really nice. Like I had kind of checked out a little bit um, from the episode, like after she dumped Ivan and, and I mm-hmm. feel like that was the part that brought me back in. Yeah. I liked similar to that. Like someone tweeted um, at reality Rose underscore tweeted. Ben talks about how Tasha makes him feel. Yeah. Zach talks about how he feels about Tasha. Yeah. Ben puts himself first and what he can receive. Zach puts Tasha first and what they and what he can give. And, yeah. it, and like that to me just summarize it because I just think like I don't think Ben's there yet. I think his maturity yeah. level isn't you know in the same place. And I think it is still he's still very much focused on himself in the context of their relationship versus like it being a real partnership. And I think Zach has a different perspective and I think is in a better place for yeah. The next step. So if she wants to have five babies, then I think this is an excellent, <laughs> right? You know, like this is this is like a, a grown man, as, uh, right? as they like to say, grown ass man, as they like to say on the show. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yeah. So then they have the anything else? I feel like then it's just like the proposal, right? Um. Well, Tasha's dad sat her down yes, and was yes, like, "Don't yes. make a giant mistake." <laughs> and there was some talk about like what the timeline actually was because she was wearing the same denim jumpsuit that she was wearing in an earlier scene, maybe with right them. after. I think it may have been during his time with her family. No, she's wearing the same. Denim dress. She's wearing the same denim dress when she tells Ben to go home as when she talks to her dad. Yeah. So basically, like, no one really confirmed it, but, like, it, it made me wonder, like, did her dad talk to her? And then she was like, I just need to go tell him now. Like, it just, it was the same dress. Yeah. I wonder if, um, it, yeah, I guess they made it sound like, it. I, I think, I think they were trying to make us think that it was actually her going, the time that she would be going on the date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then she dumps him. I don't know. Anyway, it was some some producer magic going on there, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. Um, she basically she basically dumps him before their before their date. like their date, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember. I it made me wonder if there was some stuff that was cut out where he was specifically talking about Ben. Maybe because it wasn't very. I want to see it. <laughs> I know it was it was just very vague, and it just seemed like I, I couldn't tell if he was just trying to make her like pause before she just decided to get engaged to someone oh, again. Oh, I know what but... it was. Okay. Okay. So they have that talk and then she goes on the date with Zach, right? Does she? And I think so. She's wearing something different on the date. No, no, her. I know. That was the producer okay. thing that I was trying to remember. So uh, I think, and, and you know, on her date, she, on her date with Zach, she, it was right after that. So I think yeah. then she, she was a little bit anxious. So we're all thinking like, oh, her dad got in her head. Yeah. But I think actually it was probably like, oh, I have already eliminated Ben. And so oh. this has to work out. Right. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I'm giving the rose to myself like Claire. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So 
then there's like this the proposal in this like hot environment has to have been so miserable this whole thing I just feel so bad and people were asking her why she never seemed to be really sweaty and she's like I just don't sweat and I'm like oh my god like how does she get like amazing boobs and perfect skin and she doesn't it's just not fair Uh, I get, if it was someone as the lead who did sweat, like that yeah. would be the worst. A relatable. But, you know. I would love it. <laughs> I would be sweating so bad. My but face totally, would be red all the time. It totally explains why she always looked amazing, though. Um, yeah, but it's still. honestly rude. Yeah. Um, their proposal was really cute. Yeah. I mean, I, that was one of the realest proposals I feel like we've seen on the show. Yeah, and, like, her response and, like, everything about it was just really they nice. They just look so happy. They just look so happy. It was a good moment. It went well. Um, it just felt authentic. It didn't feel like – sometimes it Sometimes it just feels really scripted, you know? It just doesn't have yeah. an authentic vibe, but this time it felt – Or like you it. can tell that they're not really wanting to propose, but they're proposing because they need to propose in order to keep dating the person. <laughs> Right. Um, her ring I saw an article has ninety diamonds in it. Ninety diamonds, huh? That is so many diamonds. Like, too many too many diamonds, I would say. I'm like, how? I wanna see a map of this ring. That is like it's a lot. Well, it has a lot, like it has like the diamonds going around the band. It's just a lot. It's a lot. I'm never a big fan of these neoline rings. They're always too big and over the top and I don't like the shapes and it's just like it's too much, you know? It's a lot. Give me I'm like Give me like a baller, just giant, like solitaire diamond. You know, <laughs> a lot of ring. So, yeah. um, but it was a cute moment, and then we just kind of ended the credits because we don't get it after the final rose, and then we're not no. at all. So that is to, to me. I I saw some people saying it was anticlimactic, like with the proposal. To me, to me, the proposal wasn't anticlimactic, but then it was just like, okay, now we're done. Well, and that's where they could they could have avoided this because if like Chris Harrison had had tweeted what he tweeted later, so like the show ends and hanging. yeah, the show ends and everybody's like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, and so you know that like I saw like Caitlin posted on her Instagram stories that she like she was like I texted Chris Harrison to get the scoop and like so then then he gives her the scoop and she's like well I guess I can share this I don't know he didn't tell me I couldn't and then, <laughs> then she goes on and says like oh they're gonna do something later maybe in Matt's season blah 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 and so then after the fact then he tweets it like they all they had to do was tweet earlier in the day because this is like they here's all they had it. to do if they don't want to do a whole after the final rose edit things down a little bit so you have a few minutes at the end and you can put some video clips or something of them hanging out and checking in with them and you know like that kind of stuff I don't know just something either either tell people in advance that there's not going to be one or do that like or something like the fact that I mean the real housewives at the end of a season they have like a little paragraph that comes up on screen that gives you an update on where everybody's at and things like like just give me something tell me something don't just send them off in a cardboard taxi instead you know we we end splat into supermarket sweep which was like so it's like that's so, a transition that's a- <laughs> that's something I mean I I really like supermarket sweep but in this context I was so salty and um mm-hmm. so yeah so we end in that there was a nice section um the, the interview on good morning America was cute and I felt like they could have I, I don't know if at this point they were just like oh we'll just have them talk tomorrow and that'll be fine because like the expectation shouldn't be that you have to get up and watch tv the next morning yeah don't make me hunt it down they didn't but, even say check out the app. You know, they didn't even really give you a clear path to to do that. It's like don't make me hunt down how to figure out what's going on with these guys. 
Yeah, it just uh, made me mad. So basically, in the 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 morning after bit on GMA, they they talked about like she was with him, and I think they were at his place. Uh, but you know, she did mention that she is going to be getting a place in New York, and she's going to be by coastal for a bit. My guess is that. Um, you know, they're just going to make sure that everything is legit going to work before yeah. she makes some big change. But she had mentioned earlier in the season that she wanted to move to New York City. So, like, that's not surprising. I think that's another reason earlier on I could kind of see their past aligning. And she's spending... I think that's kind of been the only question mark to me is, is she willing to stay there permanently? Because he's on the board there of, of his rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just seems like such a California girl and her family's out there. So, I don't know. In the long term, I'm curious to see how all of yeah. that works out. But I think they have a lot, a lot of positive things going for them with their relationship. So I hope they make it. I hope so. She is spending, I mean, you know how we feel about some of the different things going on right now, but she is spending Christmas with his family. Yeah. So um, I don't know if she's just, if she, and like, I don't know, she didn't go into details and maybe she will later people ask, but like maybe she's, maybe she quarantined for a bit at the end of this and then came out to stay with his family and is staying with them through yeah. Christmas time. Who knows? But um I think she uh I don't know they they seem like they seemed really cute on GMA like they seemed I don't know just kind of like the the scenes we've seen since with um Dale and Claire where they just seem like normal people just kind of yeah. hanging out and having fun like they just seemed like they were having a good time and like she she talked about how she calls him Clarky cuz his last name is Clark <laughs> um and so she she said yeah we're Clarky and the queen he calls her the queen so like <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. They were just really cute. She's like, yeah, we're Clarky and the Queen. Um, I like it. So anyway, I like them together. I'm glad that they seem happy. And I guess we'll see what happens because I don't know. It's not, it sounds like we should get an update, though, I think, in the new season. But Yes, I hope. I cannot believe we have one week off and then we're right back into Matt James. <laughs> so, and I had every intention before we take this episode of going through the bios for the girls, but that just hasn't happened. Look, for, um, Matt I can only do so much right now. <laughs> there, I know. Was five, there was four hours of The Bachelorette and uh, it's also Christmas. <laughs> I know. Take a little pause, wrap some presents and, you know, have to check out the bios later. Uh, because I'm very curious. I, I am excited about the new season because it does seem like a more picturesque location for filming. And we've already talked about the fact that there seems like there's more like inherent activities for them to do on the space, like where they are. Um, so I'm hoping that that makes it more, more entertaining versus yeah. like. I mean, you could tell from the preview. It, I mean, it's like a, it's, it's like a resort where you do horseback riding and like archery and, you know, nature trails and like, there's just more stuff to do there so I definitely think it'll lend more to even if it's you know one location to having some more kind of over-the-top bachelor bachelor dates yeah yeah um should we go into some bachelor news yes all right so there's uh I guess the the big late breaking news right Uh, yes would be Evan and Carly yes splitting up Yes. Um, and it turns out there have been kind of whispers about it for a while because she hasn't been wearing her ring. They haven't really been posting about each other. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, the day before they announced it, she had had like an Instagram story talking about how she moved into a new house and wasn't really mentioning it as though it was like we moved into a new house, you know? Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Um, and apparently this was reality Steve afterwards came out and said, this is what I was referring to 
as like um, some bachelor news that I couldn't talk about back in November, 2019. So it sounds like this has been going on for a while. And I think that was when she was still pregnant. Wow. Okay. So I don't know, maybe they've been trying to work it out in the last year and just decided, you know, it wasn't going to work. Quarantine has not been kind to a lot of you know. They've never been my favorite, but I always you know. I've always been despite my feelings on them. I always wish. I wish people the best. You know. Um, Yeah, they have kids. Like, of course, I wish them the best. I'm not happy to see that they've broken up because they have two two kids. Yes, and this is always like they've always been a little confusing to me because yeah, like I mean, I I I didn't want to like overly question it when they decided to be together and get engaged, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like on the show, it just felt like she really wasn't into him. And it just, kept, I know like, he just kept like pushing and pushing. And then she would be like, okay. And so I just, I, I had a hard time ever buying that. She really wanted to be in a relationship with him, you know? You know, um, at the beginning, I thought like, I feel like she wants this relationship to kind of stay stay relevant you know in the bachelor yeah. world but then it's like do you have kids with somebody because you want to stay relevant so I was like all right they seem happy so I don't know I was sad to hear it I don't know yeah always because like when, when people have been married for multiple years like like what, what came up, obviously kids. with yeah with uh oh my goodness JP I almost made him JJ um with I JP know. and Ashley like we want to think that when people have kids and they get settled down that they're gonna st- I mean obviously yeah you know, statistically prove like that just because you're that's not yeah but it's still sad to see so yeah I um, mean hopefully it's it's what's for the best for them and and for their kids you know sometimes splitting up is is what is the best even if it's a little sad to see yeah so wish them the best wish their wish their family the best uh don't please don't send either of them back to paradise (laughs) no 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 please don't I feel like we've run our course yeah um and then do you might be able to talk about this better than me. Do we want to talk a little bit about Peter Krause? Oh God, Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter, Peter. I, I, I look. I don't even know where to start with this. But me this out. Is, I loved Peter. This one I think is a little bit of a deep dive because unless you saw some of the posts on Reddit and like some of the other like online conversation like you wouldn't necessarily know because there hasn't been like a well if you follow him on social he talked about it on his stories yeah but like it's there hasn't been like a news outlet that has covered this that I think of that I've seen um so it's a little bit of a hidden thing but (sighs) so I've always had a soft spot for Peter I uh never especially loved Brian but Rachel and Brian seem very happy so I have moved on (laughs) (laughs) uh but did I want them to make beautiful gap tooth babies? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so he seemed, you know, like he's doing study, doing his gym stuff on Instagram. And then a few weeks back, he said, somebody asked him, like, what was one of the, what are the top moments in your life? And one of the things that he listed was being asked to be bachelor. <laughs> so that kind of brought him back in the bachelor sphere because he said that, you know, people were kind of talking about that. Um, because ultimately it wound up being Ari because I think he had asked for too many stipulations that they weren't really willing to go along with. Right. Anyway. Right. Um, so people found out kind of digging through his Instagram account, like who he follows and like what he's liking, you know how they do. God bless him. <clears throat> people are always I, out there. This <clears throat> takes so much effort when people find this kind of stuff. I'm like, you have a lot of time, a lot like of time. When you're I appreciate it. That, but- that, did I want to go do that after this came out? Yes. <laughs> we'll see if I have the free time. It might happen. Um, so they were going through his likes and they noticed that he followed this uh, red pill account, 
which for those of you who don't know what it is, is basically like anti-feminist, uh, quote, men's rights, uh, anti, you know, there's a lot of like anti-Black Lives Matter, like kind mm-hmm. of racist stuff mixed in with it. But I would say primarily it's just kind of sexist people on Reddit. <laughs> I don't really know how it's, it's complicated, but that's the, that's the gist of it. Um, so people noticed that he was following and liking stuff from this red pill account. Um, and called him, I guess we're sending him DMs about it. And so he got super defensive about it on his Instagram stories and was like, look, um, this is the least attractive I've ever found. Peter was watching the story where he was explaining it. Cause he just had this super smug look on his face. So arrogant, like, like really sounded arrogant. Like I was like, this is just not how I remember Peter. <laughs> it, it, it definitely to me underscored the fact that, you know, what, somewhat like their actions can really taint what they look like to you because as he was talking about this he looked like a different person to me I don't know like I was like I don't see like the really yeah attractive I saw it I was scrolling through um yeah I was scrolling through Facebook or something and the and the um, video came up again and I was watching it without the sound on and I'm like what he's saying is really gross but also just watching him here just is off-putting First yeah. time I ever thought that guy's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> it um, took a while, but we're there. <clears throat> it took a while, but when I turn, I turn hard. Um, <laughs> and so he was saying, look, I just like to get, inf- just because I follow an account doesn't mean I agree with it. And I like to get um, my news from all different sources so I can see what different sides are saying. And he was like, so that means I follow mainstream media accounts. And that means I follow this red pill account and, and what of it? And I'm like, first of all, those are not equivalent. Like yeah. following something like CNN is not the quote left wing equivalent of following a red pill account. Um, I don't even know what the left wing equivalent of that would be, but that's not it. Yeah. <laughs> like no. I, whenever somebody says mainstream media, I'm just like, Oh God. Oh no. We've lost them. <laughs> it's like, is he following QAnon? Like, it just... It this just, is a step in that direction. Right? Yeah. Like, I know it's yeah. not as extreme, but to me, it's just like, I like, I know these things exist. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. Like, it made me be like, oh, like, like the fact that he was, the way he was explaining it alone, I was like, no, you lost me. You lost yeah. Me. And some people were um, kind of looking through his social and at the beginning of... of quarantine when all the protests were going on for black lives matter he seems supportive and it seems like sometime in the ensuing months things have changed i don't know if he's gotten bitter because of like the lockdowns and how that affects Mm -hmm. like fitness businesses and things like that but i don't know it's disappointing to see i always liked him he also apparently unfollowed becca kufrin um who is like a, a family friend i don't know that they were like super close friends but like you know he does know her um, and followed Garrett. <laughs> Which, why would anybody follow Garrett right now? Why? Uh, like to, I, make a, to make a statement that he which, is mad that people are seeing. <laughs> which also, I thought Garrett had suspended all of his accounts. So does that mean he's since Other Garrett. Things? Other, which Garrett? Oh, that Garrett. He followed Becca's Garrett. 
Sorry, I'm like not the guy who is not the bat, not the Garrett who is badgering a rape victim. <laughs> Two different no, horrible Garretts. No, no, no. <laughs> and I think I think in the back of my mind, I like I knew that you meant like Garrett. Um, yeah, Garrett. But They're both I, horrible. It's easy. But to I was like, but I was forgetting. Up, so. I was forgetting about the other Garrett and was thinking it was Becca's Garrett who had deactivated his accounts. I was yeah. smashing them together. My bad. Multiple bad Garretts. But look, any of these Garrett things could have come from either Garrett. So <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Um, so he, uh, Becca's Garrett has found a new love and has been plastering that all over his Instagram. So like we care, I um. don't care. <laughs> I, she, I hope she moves on and actually asks. <laughs> I, I, so I didn't, I didn't listen to the podcast, but apparently Jason was on somebody's podcast. Um, Jason of, uh, of Becca's season now currently dating, oh, dating Caitlin, dating Caitlin. He was on somebody's podcast and said that she was hanging out with, Jason and it was somebody else from the season and she was like you guys didn't vote for Trump did you <laughs> like the, obviously this wasn't shown but it's like you guys didn't vote for Trump did you and they were both like we did not however you should be asking this from the other people in the house because like we're one of the only non-republican guys that you have around right now <laughs> oh <laughs> So Oops. that was interesting. Interesting. Um, any other news? I'm trying to think. Oh, the other thing that popped up this week is that so we knew that um, Lauren and Ari were expecting. It came oh, out. Oh, they're having. Tw- yes, that she's having twins. Twins. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, surprise! We told you, but we didn't tell I'm you. I'm happy for um, them. I every time he hope turns they up, quarantine. I'm happy for them. Right. I uh, I'm I know it's like I, I wanted I just, to say oh I'm so happy for them but I can't just say it without mentioning please quarantine <laughs> right oh gosh um so that was that I'm trying to think if there's anything else any other I think that's all I have I don't think so just uh sad news about Peter sad I know. news about Evan and that Carly. was a bummer yeah but good news Good, good news about Tasha and Zach. <laughs> good news about Tasha and Jack, and um, good news that we'll be back in like a hot second. So we're not going on any long hiatus because ABC says no. Um, yes. So we will see you guys in a hot second for um, Matt James season. Um, I they did better think- give us a break for before they jump into paradise. I, I need a I need a moment. I have seen people like questioning. They're like, there's going to be such a long, um, there's all these seasons now where they have these people. And like, is it too, like a lot of them, are they going to be, like, is it going to be too ma- too much time that's passed for them to want to be on Paradise? And I'm like, I still think a fair amount of these guys would be like, I'm there um, mm-hmm. and ladies. So um, I'm curious to see what does eventually happen and who they eventually bring in when they do um, have Paradise again. So. Yeah. But. I don't know. I feel like it won't be that long between Bachelor and Paradise. No, I think now that we know more about the virus and stuff like that, they can figure out like a way to do it. And so, you know, they're already isolated when they get there. So Mm -hmm. all they really have to do is quarantine everybody before, before the show starts. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I think they already kind of have that built in a little bit because of I think they would just have to almost have people there for a little bit longer so that they've kind of pre-quarantined yeah. um, enough for whenever they decide to, you know, pull the trigger to bring them out. 
<laughs> you know? Um, All I ask is that they give me a little downtime, you know? Oh, just a little pause. Oh, oh, there's a lot of Bachelor books coming out. We talked oh. about Tyler's. Ben has one coming out, too. And I'm like, oh, nobody wants that, Ben. These books are so bad. Yeah. You know, oh, I mean. I have to look up. I have to look up what his book was called. Well, I don't know what his book is called. I know that he um he posted um about like he oh. did like a Christmas post <laughs> with his fiance. Did you see that? I did see that they're getting they've bought a new house, but they're not moving in. Or she's moving in now, but they're not moving in together until they're married. So it was <laughs> so it's a picture of them in the back of a truck. And it says Mary, like, behind them. But you can't mm-hmm. tell that it says Mary because his head's in the way. So it just <laughs> looks like it says Murr, like Murr. M- M-E-R with a sort of R. Uh, and the Y is M-I-A. Um, but they're sitting in the bed of a truck. And the, and the caption says, Merry Christmas from the only 10-I-C and me. What does that even mean? Like, I mean, I know what it Like, the only... I'm like I don't understand it. Like I could see if what they does were it mean? like, are they moving to Tennessee? Like I that like otherwise. Is like, her what, name Tennessee, and I just don't know it. <laughs> no, no, her name is not. I, I Jessica. Oh, her name is Jessica. Okay. So that I don't that know. she's I think he's saying she's a ten. Yes. And that she's the only one that he's looking at. Yeah. It's some I, corny corny shit. I don't want to see it. I like it's, stop it, it. It's it's really. It's a cute photo of them. Just caption game needs to be a little stronger. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I found the book name and it in character Ben fashion is called Alone in Plain Sight. Searching for a connection. <laughs> searching for a connection when you're seen, but not known. <laughs> you're lovable, Ben. Get over it. <laughs> This is funny. This makes me laugh oh a lot. Oh my I, god! I, yeah, I, 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 I don't think I can read that. I mean, I. So the only no. I've read, I read part of Andy Courtney Dorfman. Robinson. She's read, the only one I want to read. <laughs> I read, I read Courtney Robinson's. Um, I read part of Andy Dorfman's, and it was boring. And yet I, she's I, written multiple ones. Yeah. No. I. So I. I don't know. Like I know that. Um, Amanda Stanton. Yes, little I don't really need to read that either. Didn't read that. Who who else has one coming out? Is it anyone else? Uh, well, we talked about Tyler's. Yep, and then we have Ben's. So Ben um, says he wrote this book in hopes of helping people feel less alone, to recognize that you are loved, and believe that you matter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said, "This is my love letter to all sure. of you, and I hope that you know that I'll accept it." Yeah. Just talking about his fear <laughs> of rejection and feeling lonely and misunderstood and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so if you want to hear that, <laughs> buy Ben Higgins' okay. book. If you buy it right now, apparently you can get a cameo for half off or like a keychain or something. I don't know. <laughs> this is making me laugh so much. Um, we will not be reading this as a book club read no god i know so many times we've been like guys we're gonna do a book club and then we just never do it not gonna start with this one but i will put it out there that this is not gonna be it it's Um, not gonna be it we should do it for a perfect letter sometime for for yes i do want to read that one yes yes (laughs) (laughs) i think that is it i think that is it. it 
Well, we will well, see you guys when we in go to twenty one. When we go to min 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 colon nema colon nema colon. <laughs> it sounds like a like a like a disease. <laughs> like it sounds like a like a like a colon related disease or medicine. Yeah, it it does not sound like a place you want to go have a relaxing time, but we will be. So. Um, I was trying to figure out why yeah. does it make me think of poop, and then I was like, "Oh, the colon." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. This is this is totally an ad for Nina Colon right now. <laughs> I mean, it looks great. They just need a new name. Yeah, I, I, I'd support that. Um, They've been to it on on housewife shows before, and I've always thought that's a that's a bad name. Let's rebrand that. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see you in twenty twenty one. Hope all of you guys. Whatever holidays you may be celebrating this time of year, have had a great holiday season, and uh, we'll see you next year. We will see you next year. Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor news. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.